Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary, maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Hello! I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. Great to chat with you again. Belly up to the bar. Uh, we're going to focus on one game today. Um, there'll be podcasts all this week, by the way. Um, the Vikings at Seattle. This was the Friday night game, nationally televised game. Right before the game, or more or less, they extended Britt, their center, who's a tackle turned center. Probably their best. He definitely was their best lineman last year. Still young. This makes a lot of sense, and um, before we talk about the game, I do want to mention, since we are talking O-line for Seattle, which is obviously a much maligned area of their team, they lost Fant for the season in this game, too. Um, so, that's, that's interesting how it's going to play out. You know, is Posick now more in the mix? Can you throw him in at left tackle as a rookie? Not that Fant was great, but there were some good reports that he was getting better. Luke Jokel is on this team. Is he going to go from guard to tackle? And then maybe Oda Hedibo will move back into guard. There's been some good talk about him, too. So Britt's a foundation player at the center position. I would doubt that they consider moving him to left tackle. Uh, he's one of the, the spots you can count on. But as usual, you can see some shuffling here. Um, the reason I really want to talk about this game was, first of all, I'm extremely high on these teams. Uh, Minnesota at Seattle, and there's a real good chance when prediction time comes around that these will be my NFC Championship matchup. I mean, I'm that high on them, especially the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are one of the absolute best teams in the league. But more so than just about any preseason game that I've certainly watched this year or that I can remember off the top of my head, this was a really well-played game. And a lot of starters played, and obviously that's crucial. But they look good, too, and they look sharp, and it made me think, yeah, Matt, you're on on point here that these two teams are going to be serious contenders. Um, just some notes, you know, like usual whenever I do a game, um, that, well, first off, gotten a long conversation slash argument as this game, as I was watching this game about Sam Bradford, and I said, most underrated quarterback in the league. And for you guys who have been listening to me, I, I've been talking him up for quite some time. I've been a supporter. I'm more of a supporter now than ever. Of course, many people disagreed with me. I mean, he is a polarizing guy. It came down to, would you rather have Sam Bradford or Alex Smith? I easily would rather have Sam Bradford. Um, but I, I think they're in very good hands here, and I think they need to lock him up long term. I think he's in for a big year. I thought Bradford played really well. Uh, especially going uh, Diggs's direction. I think Diggs is up for a, re a really good year too. Um, Diggs did very, very well early on, and you know, productive. I think that's a sign of things to come. Bradford just throws the ball so well, and, and I know he's not doesn't have the best pocket presence, but I think he's getting better in these areas. And, and having an offensive line of substance will help. Um, they have a lot of weapons now, too. I mean, forget about Floyd and Treadwell and Rudolph and Thielen. And uh, I actually just wrote an article. I think Rudolph's production is going to slip for that reason. And, and Cook. I mean, Cook's going to get... They're going to run the ball more because they're not going to be awful at it. And Cook gets the second level 
really quickly. I thought he was impressive for two weeks in a row now. He's a good receiver. Um, so I really liked what we saw here from, from this offense led by Bradford for the most part. Um, some other things. K.J. Wright didn't play in this one. No big deal. Um, the Vikings O-line, Boone and Reef did not play either. Um, you know, Then those guys will start. No help. Earl Thomas is certainly back. Played, laid some lumber. He looked great. Um, some other early notes. Uh, Daniel Hunter. Daniel Hunter is a great uh, breakout candidate. And in many, many ways, he's already broke out. But I think he's got a chance to be one of the top handful of edge players in this league. I mean, he didn't play a lot of snaps and he consistently gets sacks. I mean, and he's crazy long and crazy athletic. He's got all sorts of ability. And this is going to be his year. Um 18 sacks. I mean, I, that's the kind of guy I'm talking about here. I mean, somebody that are going to talk about is an easy Pro Bowler type of type of deal. Uh, I think Eddie Lacy is really going to fit in well here. I'm not a supporter or believer, and I kind of feel that way about Rawls and Procise as well. I just don't trust any of those three to stay healthy, to be very honest with you. And rarely do I say that about players, but these guys have kind of proven that it's a, a, a grind for them to stay on the field. But I do think Lacey brings some Lynch, you know, that they're looking for um, and could be a real asset this year. How about Kassan Williams? If you don't know who this guy is, you need to check him out. I mean, he is, he made a crazy one-handed catch on the sideline against Xavier Rhodes, who's one of the best corners in the league, who's designed to play against these tall, you know, A.J. Green-like off, you know, wide receivers. And then a very next, fade, next you know, and then a, a really nice fade route for a touchdown, too. This guy can really get up. I mean, he's very explosive. He's tall and long. And then after his touchdown, he made a great tackle. Was the first guy down on the following kickoff. So, uh, Kassan Williams is somebody to watch. You know, you, how much can you trust Richardson and Lockett? And he's obviously a much different receiver than those guys. But the reality is he's a lot different receiver than anyone Seattle really has. I mean, he's a lot more athletic than Curse. And I think Baldwin's in for a gigantic season. Looks super quick, super smooth, really impressive. But Williams is a lot different player than Baldwin, too. So uh, and yet another weapon possibly for Seattle. Who knows? Maybe makes a team and we never hear from again. But um, they were showcasing them. There, there's, no way, there's no doubt about that. I, I thought Wilson was great. Uh, super impressive performance by him. De- delivered under pressure. You know, Vikings rushed the passer well. Really precise. Really under control. Nice deep ball. A little birdie that I trust very much told me that Wilson was far more injured last year, his knee, than any of us realized at the time. Wilson's in for a monster bounce back season and wasn't bad to begin with last year. Um, Shaq Griffin, exciting. Uh, a lot of a lot of buzz about him. High hopes for him even in his rookie year. Certainly fits the Seahawk mold at the corner position. Um, I think that's going to be a nice find for them, a, a nice gift. And they infused that defense with some youth this year. Another young guy, just to mention before we go, Bucky Hodges. And I don't know how much you know about Bucky Hodges, but he was he got a lot of buzz at the college level and early in the draft process. But he kind of faded because he, I mean, he's a tight end, but never, ever did tight end things. I mean, he really was a big wide receiver. But a really big wide receiver, like 6'7", 250, that can really run. Well, he was impressive in this game, too. And, you know, I mentioned some Viking weapons earlier. 
Um, maybe he gets in the mix too. It's just a different cat or red zone guy or twice a game you line him up in line or slightly off and he just runs a seam. Uh, maybe. I mean, uh, uh, just somebody to keep an eye on. Um, but this was a really enjoyable game to watch. And like I said, compared to other preseason games, seemed like a very high-quality, sharp performance between what I think are going to be two serious, serious contenders.